If Spielberg wins, you're going to have to find another person to do racing dudes with because I'm out. Like, I <laughs> there's no way I will I can take it if Spielberg comes in here and beats Jackie's Warrior Essential Quality. There's no way. I, I, no. I You can give me website launches and customer service and helping people out and fixing problems 24-7 over one minute of watching Spielberg win this race. If he wins it, I'm out for good for the whole sport. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Gulfstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. Racing RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. What is up? I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Alterman. This is a late edition of Blinkers Off. What's up, my man? Well, uh, like I said, I was I was too lazy to go change. We got on here like <laughs> one minute before, and it's like, ah, shit. Same damn shirts, but I didn't care. I'm just... Too lazy to walk over to the other uh, end of the house and change. So it is what it is. I know. We both looked at each other, and I think we both were like, I'm not changing. And you're like, I'm not changing. So nope. uh, a special gift for everyone that's watching us live right now. Of course, you can tune in on Thursday nights on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we're wearing the same hoodies. Uh, but other than that, how how, how you doing, man? I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Today has been a day. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But uh, we're here. We're working through it. And uh, we're ready to talk about really some excellent racing. Like maybe the best all year coming in, you know, coming up this weekend. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, this is a good, a good comment. Do you guys eat, sleep, and drink racing? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of thought it'd be funny to see how many people tune into this uh, this late at night because yeah. I know a lot of people are are up handicapping Gulfstream Park or whatever for the weekend. Um, yeah, we're with you. Uh, I mean, yeah, we do because we have you know we we uh, especially right now. I mean, uh, we did launch the new site and uh, the updated version of the site, and it's as anyone can attest to that's that's involved in any kind of uh, any process like that. It's it, it never goes smoothly, you know, ever. And, uh, you know, we're, no. and it, we know this, but it, you never can really prepare. So, um, obviously a big weekend, uh, this weekend with, with racing, but we're also trying to make sure that everything's up and running on the site as well. And of course the wagering guide is available now at racingnews.com. Uh, so we've been working on that and yeah, so we eat, sleep and drink racing because we have to eat, sleep and drink racing or else, uh, the, the site would shut down. So, yeah, this this week has been a been a special week. There's no doubt about it. Um, 
But listen, uh, we're thankful uh, and lucky to have good developers who have been all over these problems when they happen. It's just that they happen. And, uh, you know, I, <laughs> knock on wood, it, it seems like things are, are going pretty smoothly right now. So uh, at the moment, <laughs> feel pretty good about it. But yeah. Uh, but again, it goes back to this weekend. We are super excited. Oaklawn is back in full force today. Uh, and, and then on Saturday and Sunday, both, you got champions at Oaklawn. And then Gulfstream uh, has got some great horses running, too. Who knows? We may see the Derby winner uh, this weekend. But the one thing we know we are going to see, the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies winner, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf winner, and the Breeders' Cup Distaff winner. All four will be running this weekend. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – like you say, if there's a weekend so far that we've had that's got at least the potential um, to, to have a derby winner, this is probably it, right? You know, you've got obviously um, – <laughs> uh ollie says fire at will for the cheddar yeah that's i mean that listen that horse is interesting we'll talk about that horse in a little bit um yep. you know if he can if he he might be the most talented horse in the race just a matter of uh you know if he can switch over to the uh to the dirt he's not ran on faster yet so we'll see um but yeah you know other than that i mean obviously central quality at oakland park oakland's back uh, yep. after at some time off with the weather. And so they're back in essential quality. You got Monomoy girl the next day. Um, you know, the stars are aligning in terms of uh, these, these superstar horses coming out. And, you know, we mentioned it last week or you guys mentioned, it, I know I wasn't on the show last week. And then I mentioned it two weeks ago. It's like, it's, this is it now. All hands are on deck. We are officially in Derby prep season because it's going to be March now. And, uh, you know, the Rebels here, you know, in, in two weeks because of the Southwest being delayed, two weeks for the Rebel. And, of course, if you're going to probably see the Derby winner run in the next, let's call it two weeks. I mean, you know, the San Felipe next week. I mean, I think the Derby winner is very likely to be running in the next two weeks. I could not agree more, Jared. I, I, I definitely think that that's going to be the case. Uh, and like I said, it may not be this week, but it might be next week or vice versa. But, uh, yeah, the heavy hitters are out. And it's all, you listen, it's March, right? <laughs> you know, I know it's the last uh, weekend in February, but it's basically March now. I mean, the, the big dogs are out. and that fountain of youth comes around, you know it's big. And, yeah, I, we're going to see some real, real, real nice horses. And, and on the Philly side, too, we'll talk about that those a little bit, I'm sure, as well. Uh, in the rapid fire, I'm sure somebody, one of us, will have, have something to say. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, uh, we got a lot of lot to talk about here, and obviously, uh, you know, the questions are coming in, which is cool. I mean, I'm glad to see people coming in yeah. uh, this late in the evening. It's not it's, we're, just to, for people that are listening to this, like on say Friday morning, it's 9:45 Central, so 10:45 Eastern, and, and we still got a lot of people out uh, listening. What's the best thing you saw today, man? I know, I, trust me, it, it's probably hard for us to come up with one, uh, considering the day that we've had. I get it. Um, but surely there's something, right? I would say, okay, I woke up at six o'clock this morning. Uh, I got like three hours sleep because I couldn't sleep. I was worried about the site. Got up and it was crashed, basically. <laughs> Uh, the email I got at about 7.15 saying it was back. That's the best thing I saw today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, I'll, I'll try to – I mean, you, I guess you spun a little bit positive. But I'll, <laughs> I'll, the, the positive is, uh, 
you know, as as, as anything, you're going to have issues. But you know, the the overall, as far as the way it looks and and the way it performs when it does perform, uh, we've had a lot of positive uh, comments about the sides and how yeah. good it looks and how you know how much they, how much better they like it, uh, especially on mobile. So it's just been good to to kind of you know, make the site better for everybody. The dashboard is awesome um, for, for any of our premium subscribers. If you go to the dashboard, obviously uh, the way the Soma bombs and the guides and uh, the free picks or the premium picks show up there is really good. But no, I mean, it's just always good to have a, you know, positive feedback. So uh, that's gotta be, and you know, we've been working on this for six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a six month, literally a six month process. So, if there is a positive, it's like, yeah, we're at the <laughs> the very, very end of it. And we've almost got it completed. And, and it, I mean, we both knew that there would be issues. That's just the way it goes when you have a, a big launch like this. You can never prepare for everything mm-hmm. um, until it's live. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, I think that, uh, I think that, you know, it's all in all, it's positive. It is. And, it, you know, we we have bigger, uh, we take them more personal than the 90% of our customers when we have little issues. And trust me, if you're having an issue with the site, we know about it, we're working on it, and we'll get it fixed. Uh, it just absolutely as quickly as we can. We'll always make it right with you if you have little issues. So don't don't worry about it. Uh, you know, don't don't freak out. Let us know for sure. But don't freak out and, and we'll get it fixed for you. So yeah, um, hey, We'll see. You know, we'll see. I, 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 I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I think everything's going to be working just fine. Trust me. I, uh, our developers hate us. I think every time we do a launch, well, because it's, it's, just it's like, funny on Monday, Jared asked our, our main developer, he said, are you sick of horse racing yet? Cause like say he's been working on it for a while. He said, Oh no, no, I like it. Uh, I would say right now, Alan is really sick of horse racing. <laughs> I feel terrible that I have to keep emailing him, but what can I do? You know, I'm sorry, Alan, if you're watching, you better not be, you better be fixing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What Yeah. What are you doing? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, anything that happens, I'm like, yep, better let him know. It's like, it's going to happen. So, um, yeah. you know, he, we, we talked about it, you know, we'd celebrate it with shots and he's like, well, we'll celebrate with shots either way, because <laughs> it's been that kind of couple last couple of days, but um, you know, obviously like you say, let's get to the racing because yep, uh, no matter what, no matter what, these horses are going to run this weekend, whether the yeah. site's crashed or not. Uh, and guess what? We're going to get picks for them. So today's show, we're going to preview the $300,000 Fountain of View Stakes at Goldstream Park and the $750,000 Southwest Stakes. That's right. They're finally running the Southwest Stakes at Oaklawn Park, each a Kentucky Derby prep. Then we're going to give some red fire selections for some of the remaining stakes action uh, this weekend at Goldstream Park. Let's go. Less than a quarter of a mile to go, and Greatest Honor starts to get away. Prime Factor didn't have much of a punch when he was called on. Tarantino's going to try to fight him off for second, but they're all battling for minor placings behind Cortland Farms. Greatest Honor. He's an easy winner under Jose Ortiz. Five in front in the end. All right, the main event on Saturday. Let's go to Gulfstream Park. Race 14. The Pasek Tipton Fountain of East Stakes Grade 2. We're doing okay for three-year-olds going one on one miles. Again, it is a Kentucky Derby prep race and it's a big one here 50 20 10 5 for your top four finishers and again if you, you we're at the point now where you win one of these you're in you know you, you, you know you're your greatest honor you're close to being in already 
if you if you win here, you are in. So listen, it's it's not a lot of introduction that's needed here. You you got like you said, you've got greatest honor who won the Holy Bull in nine to five against seven to two on fire at will. The horse that's you know your Breeders' Cup winner on the turf trying this. Um, you know the 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 what Tarantino eight, at eight to one a horse that maybe could improve off that last effort. Prime Factor who needs to rebound, drain the clock for Safi Joseph who. Uh, you know, obviously a great stakes winner, but trying to 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 go two turns like this. I mean, there's a lot of uh, questions slash, uh, you know, just I mean, like like a horse like Fire Will at seven to two. Can he upset a horse like Greatest Honor? Because to me, you look at this race, it really sets up for Greatest Honor. It really does. Uh, yeah, I, I I would definitely agree with that. Uh, I I. <sighs> Here's the deal. I, I came into this as I just stummer and stammer along here. Uh, I came into this and I thought, all right, I'm going to be greatest honor today. But in the end, you're right. It's just like, okay, all these horses kind of have question marks uh, that are like his prime contenders and he's beaten most of the other ones. So you take drain the clock, for example. Yeah. The horse has shown some talent, but we don't know how far this horse wants to go. So I think he's questionable. And then obviously fire at will, we don't know if this horse will like the turf or the dirt. It doesn't seem like he will from a pedigree standpoint. Uh, his one race uh, on the dirt was a sloppy, you know, off the off the turf uh, stakes at Saratoga against four horses. You watch that race. He was not overly impressive. It's not like you watched that and went, that's a dirt horse. So right. I hate to like be lame, but it just kind of came down to Grace Honor should win. If he doesn't win, it's going to be kind of disappointing. I, I think the biggest threat to, to greatest honor is probably drain the clock because he's got front end speed. And if he can carry it uh, around two turns there at Gulfstream, which some, some horses that maybe want to sprint can do that. Maybe greatest honor doesn't catch him, but in the end, I, I kind of think greatest honor will go get him. And I kind of think prime factor and drain the clock are kind of going to go head to head uh, early in this race. Yeah. I, I want to. I I want. I'm going to use during the clock and everything, just because it's like he goes out and wires the field. You're going to feel pretty stupid um, because you just don't know. Uh, but I do think you know during the clock, drawing the one hole, he's going to go. Uh, prime factor, he's going to go. Um, you know, fire will. He's going to. He'll be up. He'll be close, right? I mean, at least that's. I'm sure that's the plan. Um, so there's plenty of going to be pl- plenty of pace pressure. Um, early on in this race and to me it's just a matter of like greatest honor just has to run his race and if mm-hmm. he runs his race he's gonna win um you know because if you if you try to get him beat i was saying with you i, I try to go into this like i'm gonna beat greatest honor i mean because it's like i tried to beat him in the in the holy bull i'm gonna try to beat him again mm-hmm. but man when Shug, you know when suge's got a horse right um they're tough right um and it seems like he's got greatest honor kind of figured out. Now, do I like greatest honor in the Derby? Not really, to be honest with you, just because I, I Kentucky Derby being, I just don't know if she can, can keep him at that level for this long, but if he, I do think, you know, he's basically like you say he's basically needing to beat a lot of the same horses he's already beat. And then the other horses like, uh, like fire will and, uh, and drain the clock. Those are horses I want to use just in case, you know, really with the way this race sets up, Sadly enough, like the only other horse that from a pace standpoint that should benefit from the pace is the five horse. And that horse, do you, I mean, I don't want anything to do with 20 to one. I mean, maybe in the tournament, maybe, but uh, this horse, 
you know, get, got beat 17 links by greatest honor. So if you're thinking I mean, he's got to turn the tables in a big way, I mean, yeah, he has blinkers, but gets Castellano still like, I, I just don't like that. To me was the only horse that I wanted to consider as far as taking advantage of this pace. And I, I mean, then you're like, am I really going to play? I'm at Jer, Jerophilies, How do you say that? I have no idea. I just call him five horse. Uh, Okay. That's what I was going to go with the five horse, but yeah, it's like, or greatest honor who can close just as good. So uh, no, I shouldn't say that he closes better, but as far as, you know, they, they both show some kind of late kick. So I, I mean, I can't get there with the five. Yeah. I, I really thought about the four a lot fire at will. Cause I thought, well, if you look at his races, he's super talented, right? Like he probably is more talented overall than greatest honor. Even uh, he's got a great turn of foot. Uh, you know, he's a, he's got everything you want uh, in a racehorse, but it's just like, man, I just couldn't put my neck out with a turf horse coming into this race. And, you know, Mike makers are really, he's a quiet guy. You know, he's not going to give you a lot. I've read a lot of articles. I tried to find quotes. I couldn't find anything that, that gave me confidence, you know. So um, he's hard to read, though. But in the end, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't go fire. Well, I just couldn't do it. And yeah, you know, prime factor. I was all over last time, but he's just going to have to do too much improving. What's tell me, because I because dudes after dark. Thank you. Thank you for changing your name, by the way. <laughs> Uh, mentioned, uh, you know, Kamush running, coming to Gulfstream Park. There, what's maybe you know, is Santana staying at, at Oakland because he there, the plans were that he was going to I'm guessing because the Southwest got moved. Is that right? Yeah. The Southwest got moved, so he stayed put. He, the plans were, by the way, for he was going to ride Fire at Will. That was yeah. what the plan was. And so obviously that's the backup. Um, but yeah, so he's staying a, 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 in the Southwest, right? Yeah, but he's on Safa's yeah. day, so I don't really know what that really says. Maybe let me see if he's got another mount. Uh, let's another big mount. He's on Casual in the big race, and he's on Silver Prospector in the Razorback. I mean, I don't really know why. Maybe it's just hey, I got a full day for Ashby, so I'm going to stay here at Oakland. But yeah, Santana was supposed to ride this horse, and then it, it got changed to Carmouche. Now Carmouche has been on the horse as well, so uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it makes sense. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is odd though. Like, like that's an odd, it's like you could probably pick up a Gulfstream jockey just as easy, but maybe not, uh, you know, maybe the connections wanted Carmouche. I, I, and that's not a knock on Kendrick. It's just, you know, he's coming all the way from New York to Gulfstream. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens with it. But I, uh, I just, I just couldn't pull the trigger. I really wanted to, I'm not going to be shocked if he wins. Um, but in the end, I am just really impressed with greatest honor as far as that race last time out. And as far as the progression, the progression has just been fantastic uh, with this horse. So uh, I had to go with him. Yeah. You know, he showed in that main special weight race, um, you know, before the Holy bull and like where he finally kind of got his legs underneath him late in that race. And then he really showed it in the Holy bull um, where he really got going late in the race. And so it's just hard to kind of, Come up with a scenario. Like I said, uh, I think that's, I think that's ex- just the, the exact way to put it. He, if he runs his race or anything close to his race in the last two efforts, he should be really hard to beat. Greatest honor. If he yeah. doesn't, if he, if he doesn't fire or you know whatever the case may be, um, 
he might, you know, like that's why I'm going to back him up with say, I mean, say Drayden the clock has got that special sappy juice going here and, and just can't catch him. Well, I want a piece of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play, I'm going to use drain the clock. I, that's one of my favorite angles. If I'm playing multis is like, you've got a horse that you really like on the front end. And you also got the horse that you think is going to benefit the most from that speed. If you got the two best. You got to have a good chance that either he gets ran down or he holds on. So um, I'm with you uh, ultimately on, on fire at will when it comes to just, I don't think I can play a turf horse um i hate the angle of like oh yeah i mean we'll see like you know like you think i think you'll like dirt it's like at this level i i don't uh no thanks um prime factor to me is the one you know he's the holy bull favorite right Uh, he's one to me that's super interesting as far Mm -hmm. as five to one goes and and, uh, do you like realistically like who do you think is gonna be Who's going to go off a shorter price, drain the clock or prime factor? Ooh, that's a really tough one. Um, Because they're both five to one morning. Gosh, that's tough. Uh, Because prime factor, you you know, you have to fast forward back to that holy bull. Prime factor was like the next great horse, right? Yeah. You ran poorly. Then you got drain the clock who just smoked him in the swale, but got to stretch out in distance i i think prime factor will be a touch shorter that's my guess but that's a really good question i don't know that's going to be really close but in the end i think that the connections uh not so much pletcher but irad you know i think he's going to take money so i think prime factor will be a click lower than drain the clock you know you to me with prime factor it's like you look at I mean, obviously, connections, the way he's bred, the way he should, you know, he's bet. Like, the Holy Bull was almost too bad to to kind of believe. Um, and it was his first start or, you know, his first race since breaking his maiden. I mean, they really, you know, they were going to run him allowance and they end up running here and, and the Holy Bull. So you, you got to think that he improves off of that. Um, so that's why I, I want to use him because I, I'd really hate to get beat by, you know, Todd Bletcher, Iron Ortiz, Winstar. Mm-hmm. The, the Holy Bull favorite, I'd really hate to get beat by him. So um, he's one that I'm going to give a pass as far as who came out of the Holy Bull. Obviously, I'm going to use Grace Honor, drain the clock. And, you know, maybe, maybe fire at will. I To me, it's one of those things. With fire at will, it's almost like wait and see for him. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I just couldn't I just couldn't pull the trigger. And uh, Vinny had a comment here. I actually talked to Vinny through text. Uh, I think that was yesterday. My days are kind of getting blended together. It's like, yeah, what do you think about fire, Will? And, and uh, I think it was your uncle, Vinny, uh, said, uh, made, had a good point that you can get a turf horse, uh, you know, to go a mile and 16th on the dirt. So that might make him dangerous. But the further they go or the farther they go, the harder it's going to be for him to sustain it if he doesn't like the surface. So uh, Vinny maybe kind of like the distance for fire at will trying something that he may not enjoy, but yeah, I, I still, it just, it always circled back to the eight, no matter what you tried to do here. Just like, I think this is going to be chalky. And I just think greatest honor just kind of has the look of that horse. It's going to be pretty tough to beat down here. Yeah. It could be like a lot like the risen star where you just, you kind of try to get cute and creative with it or whatever. And maybe some new shooters that look promising, um come in but ultimately it kind of stays stays the same as it did in the in the previous prep race there you know Mm -hmm. um so it could be one of those where you just see kind of a very similar result 
that we saw in the Holy Bulls. So uh, last question on this race. Uh, I mentioned in the opening, someone, I think someone uh, uh, brought it up. Yeah, so if, if the Derby winner runs in the next two weekends, it ain't this race. And so <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll use that as the question is, you know, how much potential is in this race when it comes to, you know, obviously heading into the Florida Derby, um, really the final preps uh, as we head into the Kentucky Derby. I think it's greatest honor or nobody, right? I, I mean, I guess if Fire at Will runs a big one on the dirt, he he can get put in there. So the four or the eight, Fire at Will or greatest honor, they could kind of step up into that, you know, class where maybe they've got a shot. But I, I tend to agree with the comment of I don't think the Derby winners is in this race. Yeah, no, when I when I said that in the opening, I was not really talking about this race so uh you know, i'm more i'm more talking about the next one or the san felipe or even the rebel so um that's kind of where i'm at with this one but yeah you and i are both on the same page here uh try to beat them you know in the multis if you can but you got to use number eight in our top pick greatest honor Jackie's Warrior strikes the front. Hot Rod Charlie circles up on the outside. The two of them will turn for home together. And Essential Quality is trying to get them. Here's Hot Rod Charlie. A huge long shot at 94 to 1. Coming into the final 16th. But Essential Quality runs by. Jackie's Warrior's given way. Essential Quality's going to do it. Essential Quality has won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Let's head to Oakland Park for the Southwest Stakes. That's right. They're finally running. The Southwest Stakes, uh, race 10 on Saturday. It's grade three with 750K. It's an awesome thing about Oakland. $750,000 for a grade three derby prep or 10-4-2-1 for three-year-olds. Going to mile 16th as well here. Only a field of seven, but I say only, and you put that in quotations because, man, they really are coming for this race, right? Essential Quality makes his three-year-old debut. Jackie's Warrior, the horse that at one point was thought to be the next big horse as a three-year-old. It obviously was awesome as a two-year-old and kind of fizzled in the Breeders' Cup. Uh, Spielberg, everyone's favorite Baffert horse, comes to this race as well. So those are really your kind of three main um, horses. You also have a horse like Santa Cruiser, which is kind of an odd entry just coming off the Risen Star at mm. 12-1 uh, to 1 for <laughs> for DeSormo. But really, it ultimately comes down to to three horses right and i only say three because the other one's trained by bob baffert and unfortunately you have to include um him in all those but essential quality jackie's warrior and also spielberg if spielberg wins you're gonna have to find another person to do racing dudes with because i'm out like I <laughs> there's no way i will i can take it if spielberg comes in here and beats jackie's warrior essential quality there's no way i i no. You can give me website launches and customer service and helping people out and fixing problems 24-7 over one minute of watching Spielberg win this race. If he wins it, I'm out for good for the whole sport. So, All right. In other news, I'll be taking uh, – if you guys see Spielberg cross the wire first on Saturday, contact at racingdudes.com. Shoot us an email. I'll be taking applications. <laughs> Thank God I won't be answering that one because I'm <laughs> just put it just put in the subject line Spielberg. That's all yeah. I gotta do, and we'll and we'll know. If he, uh, wins, but... if he wins, I won't be able to take it. I literally won't. I'll be done with this uh whole sport. No, it's you shouldn't even we shouldn't even talk about him, but unfortunately, because it's it's Bob Baffert, uh you know, tough luck Bob. You know, he he got beat by 11, uh, 11 links in the Robert B. Lewis to you know to 
I mean, Yara, Charlie, Robosatarian, Medea Spirit, all those horses just thrash this horse. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe he needs, uh, you know, maybe a lighter, lighter horses. Well, let me tell you, lighter horses is not essential quality and Jackie's warrior. So let's, we've, we, we, we've established how we both feel about Spielberg. There's no way that horse should win in this race. So it comes down to these two. And I'm really interested to know, because you have Jackie's warrior on your fantasy team. Um, essential quality, obviously thrashed him last time out in the Brewers Cup Juvenile. Such a quality is, to a lot of people, the number one ranked uh, three-year-old we have. What do you think? I mean, how are you looking at this race? It's going to be one hell of a race. I think this is going to be a freaking match race all the way around. Uh, I think these two are about 37 lengths better than the rest of this field. Mm -hmm. And I think these two are two of the best uh, three-year-olds in the whole country, regardless uh, you know, of distance or, or, or anything like that. I think Jackie's warrior, this is going to be the tip for him, right? Like it's got to be a mile and a 16th. I don't think he's going to be going any longer, but you look at how this race sets up. Jackie's warrior should have a great trip, a beautiful yeah. trip, a gate to wire trip. I mean, it's a dream for a speed horse. Um, that being said, I picked essential quality. I picked essential quality on top. The big key for me, I went back and watched two back, uh, this horse in the breeder's maturity at Keeneland. He has the ability to sit close. And so while Jackie's warrior, yes, is going to be ahead. I think essential quality will be within range. And if he's within range, I could see him wearing down Jackie's warrior very late and getting up and winning this race. Now I will say this. If essential quality wins and the pace sets up how we believe, where Jackie's Warrior is going to be uh, on his own up front, and essential quality goes and gets him, he's the number one horse coming out of this. He has a big shot to win the Kentucky Derby. This is not going to be an easy task. You look at it and say, well, it's seven horses, and he already he killed Jackie's Warrior in the Breeders' Cup. The dynamics are completely different here. He is going to have to run a good race. I, nay, a great race to get <laughs> warrior in this spot. No, I I, I agree. Um, I think Jackie's warrior, I almost, I, I okay, central quality is who I end up going with, right? Um, because he ultimately is just, I think he's just a better horse, especially going to mile 16. But I'm, I'm telling you, Jackie's warrior is going to throw it down. He's, he's going to get, a, he's going to be loose on the lead. He's going to yep. be ready. I, I, Honestly, I think he's. It'll be it'll, it's interesting to see. I mean, because if he doesn't quite finish here, you know, will they continue on? Um, you know, on the Derby trail, so to speak, because he's probably talented enough to belong in the Derby. Just because he will, he will keep a pace. Yep. Uh, true. You know, he he will definitely keep horses uh, uh, on their toes when it comes to the front end. Can he go the you know, the, the full distance? I don't think so either, as far as the mountain quarter goes, but. Man, isn't this what you want? I mean, you're going to have Jackie's Warrior in front turning for home, and then you're going to have Essential Quality just looming up on his outside and, and and see if he can get there. I mean, it's a tough task for both horses for their three-year-old um, debut. Obviously, being pushed back, that's a – you know, we talked a little bit about that a few weeks ago, How what that kind of effect is on these horses after, you know, being delayed a couple weeks and how, they, you know, can they keep them kind of ready to go. Um, you look at essential qualities last work, 
three of 41. He went about a minute flat going five furlongs. This horse is ready. Essential quality is ready to roll. So I, I just think he's just the better horse. He's back-to-back grade one winner. Um, I think Jackie's Warrior is good. I think second is the best he's going to finish here. I'm afraid you're right. And the, the deal is if you're a Jackie's Warrior fan and he doesn't win here, I just don't see how he's ever going to. You know, it's now or never for him. And it's not so much from the standpoint of you got to get a win. You know, he's only lost once. But – it's just a situation where if he can't beat a central quality here with this setup, short field, lone speed, ain't gonna happen. You know, he's not gonna beat him anywhere. So I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I couldn't I couldn't pull the trigger on Jackie's where I just thought essential quality is too good. Uh, you know, and I, I think he can sit that trip where he's not that far out of it. I really think he'll be second and, and he'll be just tracking and and he's gonna, you know, come right up to the throat latch, and then we're gonna see what what those two horses are made of and um, going a mile and 16th, I think essential qualities that's just far enough uh, to get the win. Yeah. And Mark uh, made a good, make a good comment. Something I kind of thought about as well with the two Safi's day, uh, Safi's day, you know, kind of keeping Jackie's warrior, at least company on front, at least putting that pressure, which obviously softens him up just enough, but you know, you gotta, you gotta think that, you know, you look at back at the Breeders' Cup, um, and, and you know Jackie's Warrior. You know, you and I both were we. You know, we we had bet win bets on Jackie's Warrior, and if anybody followed along with us on the Breeders' Cup wagering guide, we did not have a good day day one at the Breeders' mm-hmm. Cup, and then then it was kind of uh, kind of kicked in the balls at the end there by Jackie's Warrior uh, because we both really liked him, and you know we also liked such a quality, and so that made it even worse, but. When he wasn't on the lead, we thought, well, son of a bitch, like, this is not good. And then, like, well, you know, he, he did try, you know, he, and he did so much as he got the lead for a second, you know, so he gave it a go. I mean, he's obviously a good horse, but he didn't run the kind of race he wants to run, which is, I think, being on the lead. So you got to think if they learned anything from that race, it's like you're going, you know, you're going, you're going to everything you can do to get to the lead because you look back at his races leading up to the Breeders' Cup. I mean, gosh, the champagne was one of the better races we've seen, you know, in the last 12 months. I mean, he was awesome. I, yeah, I, I agree. And if he gets on that high cruising speed, I, I don't think they'll catch him. Uh, the comment about Safa's day, keeping Jackie's warrior company. I, I just have a feeling if that happens, Asmussen might murder Santana, Santana. Like he might actually kill him right there on the track. That's what makes it funny though. Yeah. If they, if they, if they duel on the lead, uh, I will. I won't quit, but I'll be very angry. Santana, <laughs> even though Rosario's ridden, obviously Jackie's warrior for all of his career for the yeah. debut, but Santana's having like a hey, you know, fuck you, man. Like I, I, I you should give me that mount. Uh, so I was gonna run him into the dirt. No, um, he obviously will try to sit. Uh, you know, the two will sit off the four. You would think, uh, but you'll see. We'll see. I mean, so in the last race. We, we kind of said one horse and do you still, is that kind of how you, you view this race as well? This, as far as Derby goes, uh, is, is the one, um, essential quality. Is he the, the one, uh, that you want? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I really feel when this race is over, we're either going to say, well, the pace beat him, or we're going to say essential quality is, is just a, a massive, favorite now for the derby until we see life is good next weekend. 
But like I said, if a cinch quality runs him down, we're, we're going to really hype that horse up. What uh, what horse not named Spielberg as far as, and not obviously the two that we just talked about, has, it, has any interest in your mind as far as, you know, a try, getting a piece of the exacta, maybe if the pace completely melts down. I mean, is there anyone in here that's interesting to you? Like, I don't know. I mean, does Santa Cruz have any interest in, you know, as far as why they would run him back here? I Honestly, Last Samurai for me is a horse that uh, comes in for connections that win at Oakland. Uh, you know, the Willis Horton, he, he, he pulled off a, a upset in a three-year-old stakes for the Phillies early in the year. You know, he, he won a maiden special weight uh, you know, today at like six or eight to one. He's got Last Samurai here. Yeah, bad, bad performance last time out. But uh, Dallas Stewart, man, he, 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 you know, when you least expect him, that's when he comes up and, and hits the bottom of it. So I kind of think last summer, Samurai's got a shot to maybe get third. Yeah, to me, it's between last Samurai. Um, you know, Woodhouse was pretty good last time out. And obviously, as far as a, a pace standpoint, you got to think Woodhouse might make a little bit of a run, um, you know, late in this race. Don't think he's good enough, but you know, to hit the board. I think that the Woodhouse could hit the board. You know, if, 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 if Jackie's warrior melts down or, you know, even falters, you know, you still need someone to finish third. Right. Um, so Woodhouse is one of those, you know, I, I was on the fence with Santa Cruz in the risen star. I kind of thought he was a sneaky long shot play. Um, and he was long shot. All right. Um, but he wasn't sneaky. He was not very good again. Seems like uh, this horse, after looking somewhat impressive in his maiden uh, maiden win, has just not been very good once he's kind of stepped up. So I don't know really what Calumet is trying to do here. Um, I guess just it's it's Keith Stormo just going to run the shit out of him. Um, man, I really just hope uh, Spielberg does not win this race. I don't want I don't want to do this alone. <laughs> you can you can get Ricky to come on with you. He'll do it. He'll host it. So <laughs> you don't have to be the host anymore. Ricky will do it. <laughs> oh man. Mark, uh, he says that Jared, you could hop on Spielberg and the horse would not <laughs> run slower. He's a Ron Burgundy type. <laughs> he goes jogging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, you know, the million dollar horse, I, I, anything, anything better than third, I'll be absolutely shocked by that one. So yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I think it's such a quality is the one you want uh, here and one you want forward. I, I do think if Jackie's warrior makes, you know, if he runs a good race, like I said, I think he belongs in the Derby conversation. I don't think he's a, a winning type of, you know, but go from the Southwest to the, to the Arkansas Derby, say with Jackie's warrior, he's obviously classy enough and it, it's a board there and he might have enough points to get into the Kentucky Derby and we'll see. But Listen, if if Steve's got him in this race, and if if he runs him runs well enough and runs him in the next race, you got to take him, um, got to take him uh, serious. You know, obviously Rosario coming to Oakland, right, uh, yeah. and, and bypassing a big day at Gulfstream Park tells you a lot. What they at least what they think about the horse. So, yeah. um, if he can play them both, but you and I are both on number one essential quality. <laughs> Time for Rapid Fire, presented by the Inside Track to the Fountain of Youth Wagering Guide. Get the all-inclusive 13-page wagering guide to the 2021 Fountain of Youth this weekend, February 27th at Gulfstream Park. Features in-depth analysis of all nine stakes on the card, including a $300,000 Fasting Tipton Fountain of Youth 
uh, stakes. It's a it's a great two for three year olds, obviously going for the Kentucky Derby. Plus, get bonus race for race analysis, betting suggestions, and multi race plays for the entire Gulfstream Park Saturday card. All right, we do this for a, a few uh, about a month or so now. You know, the way we do these rapid fire on these big days, it just makes more sense to kind of pick three of our uh, whether you know our, our uh, kind of three best plays in a sense. Um, Rather than going through every stakes race, obviously go to racingdudes.com. You get all the information that you need on all every single stakes. But uh, what do you want to do? Uh, which 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 uh, you know which which race or which uh, category do you want to use first? Um, let's go. Let's go. Uh, best uh, bet first. All right, Aaron. Who is your lock that shit up pick of the weekend? Well, the lock that shit up pick of the week is here once again, and gotta gonna kind of have to rebound after uh, uh, you know Magic and I picked a bad one with Mrs. Danvers last week. Uh, I blame that on Magic though, so that's all his fault. Um, Where you go, boy? This week is tough because Gulfstream's got a lot of races that have like eh, maybe maybe that's a single. I was between performer and. Uh, Vequist. Those were the two horses that I was between. Did yeah, you, first of all, did you select either one of those horses? Yes, I did. Those, and those were the two that I was between. Okay. Which one did you select? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll motor right past you and I'll go with race nine. My walk that shit up pick of the weekend. Number four performer. That's right. Number four performer. That's who I went with here. Listen, I, you know, a, after seeing him last time out, I almost thought I would not use him. I was a little nervous next time out. But I really think, you know, you look back at that race, he ran a hell of a race. He likes Gulfstream Park. He likes his distance. You look at who he's facing. He's not facing really anything too scary. And ultimately, when it came to deciding between him and Vaquist, it was like, I don't really want to take a, a horse making her first start as a three-year-old i just that that gave me concern obviously yeah mark yes monomoy girl yeah well yeah. she is a single uh, she's a single of the weekend no doubt but on saturday for the main main card um i would perform her yeah Okay, I'll go with performer as well. I think I think the main thing you said about Vequist, it's like it's first start as a three year old. It's you know it's it's kind of a tough race. Performer, God, he should win. He really should. This is not that great of a of a field once again. He really he's beaten most of the prime contenders in the spot, and then there's Tax that he hasn't. But come on, he's better than Tax. He has to be. Um, so yeah, I'm with performer as well. I, I think I'll stick with that. Um, yeah, I was with you though. Like after that race, I was like, I don't know if I want him again. But he shows up in this spot, and it's like it's really similar. So lock that shit up, pick. I'll go with performer. I mean, people are a little worried about you because you know they say you never pass up the lock that shit up pick. You know, you never. Really, so I think that there's pause for concern here that that we both picked performer. Um, after you, obviously, were not uh, super uh, content with this pick, but let's honestly, I think both of those are, are solid choices between Vaquist. I mean, I almost got cute uh, and went. I think it was 
I want to say it was in the Palm. Was it the Palm? Yeah, the Palm Beach. I almost pit, put Annex on there. I really think Annex is going to win that race at three to one. So, I mean, I guess that's like your bold take. Uh, lock that shit up, but I, I definitely have no confidence in that. I just think Performer is going to be good enough. Like, that horse ran <laughs> his ass off last time out off of the layoff uh, and won. And, and he, I mean, I don't see it being necessarily a different task here. So, uh, he runs his race, he's going to win. I almost, I almost went with a with a quote unquote ballsy one as well. She's second choice on the board before I locked that up in the in the eleventh race, the Honey Fox. I almost went with uh, is it Zofelli? Would that be how you say her name? Um, man, I, I I almost said that one. I think that horse is going to roll. Uh, I think that horse will beat Got Stormy. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, opinions that I have. They're pretty strong. But finding just the one and saying this is the one, I think it's a tough card to do that. It is. It, it and with that said, let's get to let's do uh let's do the most the best value. Let's do best value. So let's get to your making it rain long shot pick of the weekend. What's your pick? Well, this one was was a lot easier for me actually to get to. Uh, I went to race 13, the very one stakes, and I'm going to go with a Chad Brown horse that is eight to one on the morning line. I don't think we're going to get that. Uh, I heard I heard a magic say this horse's name. I don't really know the horse's name. It's number seven, Bacchanali, I think is how he said it. Um, listen, this horse uh, is kind of an up and coming horse. I think I think Brown's getting ready uh, to have a pretty nice season with this one, uh, you know, Turf, turf, uh, Phillies and mares for Brown. We know that that's where he excels. Uh, this horse won last time out at Gulfstream Park. If you look at her performances at Gulfstream Park, always very strong. Probably that her, her strongest performances come here. I think she's ready. So Bacchanali for me, uh, the seven horse in race 13, the very one stakes. Few comments before I get to mine. Uh, C Mellow Yellow says, could not agree more on Annex calling up the Lone Shark to back. <laughs> Up the cash on that guy. All right. Let's yeah, see. I like, uh, he, I like the X. He's uh he's not the favorite. He was at three to one morning line. There's five to two in there. Uh and Mark says, love that pick, Aaron Zafelli. And I read on a closer, match made in heaven. Uh <laughs> we will talk about that horse. I want to talk about that horse again here in a second. But yeah, let's get to it's funny. This is why I like this segment so much, is because I feel like it's a we do a really good job of pinpointing the races that you can go deep in right mm-hmm. and this is the one i'm on the same race as you are race 13 the very one stakes but i went with number nine warlike goddess for bill mod at 10 to 1 yeah. you know l- listen i honestly I, I i don't have a problem with your pick i like that one i was almost going to go with uh, uh dominga for brad cox at 15 or 12 to 1 but listen, I like the way Warlike Goddess is coming in this race for Bill Mont, Julian Leperu back on board. R- rode this horse on debut. This horse has not lost two for two. You know, the, I guess the only pause here is that you haven't seen her since October. Um, in the English Channel, this horse wants to keep... I love they debut this horse in a mile and eighth, and the next race they run her in a mile and three eighths, which is exactly the distance... Mile and three sixteenths, I'm sorry, that we're going here today. But still, obviously a horse that likes to go long... You know, we know how those English channels seem like they never quit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the way this race sets up, she's going to be coming late. And I, 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 
you know, an 83 buyer on our second start has much more room to improve. You know, uh, Bill Mott is, is it's about 20% off the layoff. Um, just a, a nice like a percentage with with Julian and Bill Mott as well. So, listen, this is a race to me that has price alert, right? And for a race that or a, a sequence that you're looking for prices because maybe the the the, the fountain of use is chalky and maybe in race 12 uh, with the Devona Dell it's chalky. Um, with Aquis, if you're looking for prices, race 13 seems like a price race, right? Rate <laughs> price race, right? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think that race is going to produce. I think I went like six deep in this one. Uh, it's wide open. It's absolutely wide open. I love your pick of Warlike Goddess. I think you got to use that horse on everything. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I listen, that horse is 10 to 1. She. She looked really good in the last two races. Uh, this, this, is gonna fire. this is going to be a very frustrating. It's going to be a frustrating race in tournaments because I can already tell you I'm going to play the nine in my tournaments, and the odds. I agree. The odd, like you know, Clarevich, Irad, Brown, eight to one. Like no way. Like so, the odds are going to be all fucked up on this race. Yeah. And so the one of the worst things about the pick and praise in the tournaments is you 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 land on the nine, say, and that horse is three to one. And you're like, well, I never should have played that horse. So you kind of have to take into account when you're handicapping, not just the morning lines, but how are the people how's the public gonna bet these horses? Um and obviously it helps you both in, in handicapping as well as when it comes to tournaments. So yeah, I agree that the morning lines are gonna be interesting in this race. But yeah, number nine, warlike goddess for me for my making it rain. Long shot pick of the weekend. All right, Alterman, everyone's favorite new category, which is awesome. The so excited I get wood race of the week. What you got, my friend? Oh Lord! <laughs> which, by the way, the last time I was here, this race has been this this category has been named. It was the so excited I may shit myself, but apparently you guys didn't like that, so you switched it to the so excited I get I get wood, which. It seems more inappropriate to me, but whatever. I, well, I love it. It's more inappropriate. That's why we did it. Um, okay. So, what you got? listen, I debated on this one uh, being my my uh, lock that shit up pick, but I, I think the Devona Dale is super exciting on this card because Vequas, this is a this is a Breeders' Cup winner, you know, and she if she wins here, she's going to be one of the favorites to win the Kentucky Derby. And and how will this horse come back as a three year old? We don't know. Um, that's going to be the big question, but she's, she's exciting. Uh, you look, you look at her races, forget about the juvenile. Obviously that was a big one. She won the spin away by nine, you know, she, she lost the present, but she still got second and ran really well. Uh, and then, and then of course wins, wins the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. I, I think she's really exciting, you know, uh, on Saturday. I, I'm really excited to see what she does, but she faces a deep field of 12 and some really nice, maybe up and coming is the word for a couple of the big challengers that you'll have to beat on Saturday, but I'm excited for the Devona Dale. Yeah. You know, and ultimately I am too, uh, because I think Vake was like, you know, you gotta remember, I mean, I, she was like, what was she six, seven to one. I mean, she was a prize in the breeders cup. I mean, she was not, um, it wasn't a major upset, but she was an upset. And the fact that, uh, you know, like to have that much confidence in saying, well, like that's why I ultimately didn't pick her, just you know, coming off that uh, her two year old to three year old, you know, we know how much that can change, um, especially at Philly. 
uh, you know, and, I, and like you said, there's such a deep field. I think there's there's shots in here uh, that you can, you know, like would it really would it really shock you to see Crazy Beautiful win this race for McPeak? I mean, he, this is the kind of race that he wins yep. um, with these kind of horses that aren't very good, but good enough to to pull an upset. But listen, I I, I think this is a great race. Like I, I'm with you. I think it's a fun race to bet. I I think playing bait against Fakewist is the play here, um, just because. Seven to five is insane. I think um, I really do. Um, and, and there's a that's gonna that's gonna balloon more prices up that shouldn't be that high. So it's gonna give you some opportunity to cash. Um, I, I like that race. I went with and you kind of mentioned I wanted to, and I wanted to to pause on that a second ago to, to bring it back. Race eleven. Uh, you know this is a race like you said it was a Valley, and uh, you know the Honey Fox. And I just I'm excited for this one because obviously you got God Stormy who needs no introduction to seven to five, but I, I'm with you. Zofelli was my pick in this race at seven to two. Um, feel, feel glorious, I think, is a is a very interesting horse as well. Like to me, it just strikes me as a race. It's going to be really exciting on this on the turn for home, you know. And then so God Stormy is a horse that is kind of a weird horse now, right? Because like a horse they they it is last end of i guess into summer into fall they really pushed her back to to six furlongs or less six and a half i guess i should say or less obviously she ran five and a half <laughs> for her turf sprint and the breeders cup um so it's just like now they're going back to a mile not to say she can't get a mile she's gotten a mile but to me the horse like you said you, i mean you said it perfectly earlier is a felly i think that horse is like at seven to two i mean where do i sign up for seven yeah. to two right yeah there, there's no doubt that horse is going to get bet but you know with god stormy in the race i do think we'll get some value maybe five to two um yeah i'm uh I, i'm excited for this one as well i think that's a good pick there's a, there's some sneaky ones in here too that you kind of touched on so yeah this can be fun fun uh, little race and and you could really say that about almost every race on this card uh, every race on this card has a reason to watch yeah dude this this card is awesome I mean, it's not, you know, you got nine stakes and it's 14 race card and it's like every, even the, the non-greatest stakes races are really uh, entertaining um, and have some horses in it that are worth watching. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good card, um, no doubt. So yeah, this is my so excited, <laughs> I get wood, race of the week. I see uh, we've had a guest watching us for the last, like, last while. And he's wearing the same, he's wearing the same. He's wearing the same hoodie as us too, which is both weird and and awesome. Should we should we make it a tripod of the of the hoodies? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should. Ricky, oh, there he is. Hey, what's up, buddy? So I'm currently wanted to be part of the group. I, I, this morning, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the Rocket Hour. I hope you did. Um, for anyone who didn't or who hasn't yet, tomorrow, 11 a.m., we'll be going all over the state <laughs> again. Um, but HOLS is my name, host of a live stream. I put, I had proof, um, and Aaron's laughing. I'm dead serious about this. Someone emailed me, uh, last night saying that I could bring some more energy to the live streams and that I'm a youngster. Um, I didn't really take the youngster comment personally too well, but you never know. You might need, might need to switch up the live stream. So I will have this name holes if I am allowed on the live stream Saturday and I'll be more than happy to explain the situation again. I'm just doing what the people want. It's really <laughs> what it's, you know. 
<laughs> the holes, huh? Listen, yeah, host, host, host of live, live stream. stream. Okay. Who who emailed you? Who was it? <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not revealing that information. Someone did though, after, because I, I I came on and I asked Aaron, and he he wasn't too fond of the idea. But when I said it on the Rocket Hour Wednesday, I got an email later that afternoon and said, you know. I, I gave it some thought, and I'm not going to show it here, but I put it on the live stream. Um, so basically what I'm asking is – oh, someone said Mike Somich. Oh, JK. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to reveal who it was. It, it is someone that is a subscriber. Uh, I'll leave it at that, but that doesn't really give um, a lot of content. I just think I could bring a lot of energy. A 24-year-old, some fresh blood. I, I, look, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be the most well-produced – um, live stream of all time. You're gonna have fun on it, right? Isn't that what we're trying to do? Have fun. It's it's sad that I've aged out. You know, like oh, we got to bring the youngster on because I don't have the energy anymore. That's is that what this website has done to me? Is it has it zapped me of of every? We have to bring younger people on because I've officially went over the hill. Days like today, it has definitely um, yeah. has definitely our, our age has shown. Yeah, it has. It has. Ricky, yeah, why aren't you out with uh, why aren't you out with your uh, your young Phillies tonight? What you what you what they got going on tonight? Oh, it's a it's a mayor night. It, it, we're going older. No Phillies. <laughs> but it's like 18, it's a mayor's night. Um, I'm taking it easy. I, I talked to these two fine gentlemen um, about you know the weekend, and, and let's just say I've dedicated this weekend to the mayor side. And what I mean by that is I'm going to be mature and responsible this weekend. Once March rolls around again, I'll act like a Philly. I'll act uh, a little bit out of control, but this, this weekend is a mayor weekend. I'm going to be professional. We have a lot to get to this weekend. Um, so yeah, no going out for me. I'm going to stay cocooned um, <laughs> and just have all my energy ready to go for Saturday. I will be the first one on the live stream. I, I will, I will get there at about 12 Eastern time, and I will sit in the studio before it's even created. And once I see, I will make my pitch to host it. Again, I'm just doing what the people want. I mean, I could, I'd be more than happy to pull up the email. I did it this morning, actually. Um, Aaron laughed just like he did now. The difference was he had a lot of other stuff to deal with. It was, it was, uh, I think he's your mom that sent that, wasn't it? <laughs> he doesn't even know I have a racing dude's email address, so it definitely wasn't her. <laughs> it was his dad. It was his dad from the other room. Like he's like, "Hey, you should host. You should host." Yeah, the- well, that would be funny. I, I wow, if it said Art Pasternak, I, I wouldn't have crossed the name out. <laughs> uh, Ricky Pasternak joining us uh, right now. I'm gonna. You're, you're gonna be included on the uh, on the final version of the pod. So, uh, host of the Rocket Hour, of course, uh, <laughs> handles the Ricky's Rockets on RacingDudes.com. Um, Check out real quick. Give them another. Uh, what's tomorrow? What's going? What's on the um, tab for uh, the Rocket Hour tomorrow? Yeah, that's a Mark. That's a good one. Bring the same energy tomorrow because I'll definitely address it there. Um, no, we'll be we'll be covering uh, Oakland tomorrow. <laughs> um, obviously, we'll do all the stakes races. I, I tell Aaron all the time. I usually don't la- listen to blinkers off until after the Rocket Hour, so I'm not. Um, I guess I don't have any instincts, you know, from what you guys say, because obviously I listen. But once you sent the guide out, that obviously, and then I told, you know, this is how messed up Jared thinks I am. I said, the guide was great, by the way. Great job. And he said, are you serious or are you messing with me? I was like, dude, (laughs) what? I was like, I'm serious. Like, 
I, I said I might mess around about my homes but when it comes to business. Protect the serious. Um, so yeah, we'll be covering all these stakes races again tomorrow. So I feel bad for Aaron who has to do this again in 11 hours and 21 minutes. Um, so that's going to be interesting. So if you want to hear him again, you you haven't gotten my picks yet. Um, and Gulfstream was nice to us today. It really, really was. Um, like thousands of dollars nice. So you definitely want to tune into that. And it's free. Today, $334 pick four for free. All you have to do is read. I know that might be – you don't even have to read. Just read numbers. It's not that difficult. Um, so, yeah, come on tomorrow, 11 a.m. The comments were great today. Aaron and I both agreed the comments were great, better than we had seen. So that's great. Continue to do that. Um, I'm just honored to be part of this podcast. I've never been a part of a Blinkers Off podcast except the time that I accidentally barged on. Um, so <laughs> I, I think – for the last six minutes or so, I'm making my plea. Um, oh, yeah. See, I just want to give. A, I just want to give a quick shout out. That was the ticket. So, for 144 dollars, I guess bringing back 3,000 isn't so bad. Um, Jake Lewis, that's who that is. One of the best people around. Um, and I just want to give him a quick shout out because interacting with him literally on a daily basis. Um, it's fun. And we want, we try to do that with everyone. Aaron and I preach that all the time. We want to interact with you guys as much as possible. Emails, DMS, comments, make, make fun of me. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> just some sort of interaction is great. Um, and again, my final plea here for the last five minutes, I think we've gotten a lot of laughs, right? Just imagine doing this for three hours. There's no one who's <laughs> going to bring more energy to host. Aaron just made a little shrug. Like he's not wrong. Aaron, I get Aaron to laugh a lot on the rocket hour like most of it's at me but at the same time we're laughing again just doing what the people want here's the thing (laughs) there's a pretty good chance that i will not be in attendance to the live stream on saturday so i mean the the host seat is i hate i'm sorry halterman but the host seat is kind of available um well i'm not i I won't plus i won't be there for the aftermath so that's even better there's a chance that I won't be like mentally present if we're having website problems. So maybe Ricky is the only option. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to give me the good news now because I'll start prepping. You don't want to, you might want to you might want to hold off. Um, we would hate for you to be prepared, Ricky. That would be so bad if you came prepared. If I came prepared, no, no. Well, well, talking points, right? I you know, I think you might have asked me the very first time we got on the Rocket Hour. Um, you said to me. Like I wanted to come on early um, and kind of see what, because we didn't really know how it was going to work. Right. We didn't know how uh, one of the situation in terms of the hosting and things like that. And I was learning StreamYard um, and it's just gotten better. So I'm fully, you know, each day has gotten better. Obviously we're still learning. Um, Even Mark said, bring on the closer. I, I mean, it's not even a closer. I'm willing to go first inning, first pitch to the ninth, you know, th- this is going to be like gates <laughs> type of stuff. So Jared, you might lose your spot permanently if, if, you, oh. if you give it up Saturday. Aaron has done a good job hosting, though, so I don't want to take that away from him. But if they say duty calls and emails are flying in, I might just be there in the background ready to take over. So, hey, tune in. I don't know what time Saturday, but, again, I'll be there ready to go. I might even create the live stream for all of us, save some 30 seconds for some people. Um, Magic might not love it, but, hey. Magic, I'm here now. I'm ready to go. At, at midnight, 
just prepping for the rocket hour tomorrow. You got to be prepared. It's business. You got to come prepared, have talking points. Um, what real quick, if you can share, why won't you be in attendance on Saturday? Who me? Yeah. Well, Aaron. Oh, well, I, I mean, I'll have my kids. So, you know, I'll be, I'll be, you know, we'll, we'll probably, we'll probably run around. I mean, like I said, I'll probably be in, in and out, but if you want to count on, you know, Cohen and Cooper giving some picks. I mean, the, the, they'll be, you know, that's so I'll probably be on somewhat, but I won't be enough to to host it. So that's why. Well, since it seems like I, I would say I started this morning waking up with a zero percent chance and it's gradually trending towards 100. Um, so since I'm going to be the host, probably within the next five, 10 minutes, <laughs> probably bring, I'm going to really push for this now. I think so. Well, we, what do you, you don't have to. You don't have to push for it. You're the you guys are the ones in charge. It's not like anyone else is going to tell you guys any different. It's really do I get the go ahead? If I do, um, we're gonna have fun. I've never done it before, but I've hosted the Rocket Hour literally thirty times. I want to hear him do the ad reads. There are no ad reads. You got you got to read the uh, you got to promote the the guy, dude. Oh yeah, I'm not reading anything for that. That's just me going off the top of my head, just like I do the Rocket Hour. Aaron, Aaron knows he, he he. I do a good job promoting at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- this is this is going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I I genuinely feel bad for anyone else <laughs> doing a live stream that's not a part of the racing dude because they're going to lose a lot of viewers on Saturday. Um, what I've already done, and maybe maybe I'll share it. I've made a schedule of all the stakes races so we could go in order on Saturday because Gulfstream and Oaklawn and the Pasadena stakes. I don't know if you guys got a chance to talk about that. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. So um, who knows? Maybe I'll be wearing the sweatshirt. Um, Did you, uh, Mark says confidence is oozing out of ridiculous race Ricky Vaughn over here. Do you know who Ricky Vaughn is? Ricky. I know who Mo Vaughn is. Who the hell is Ricky Vaughn? <laughs> You don't know who Ricky Vaughn is? Oh, no, oh the pitcher on the Indians in the movie. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Hey, that's my boy. Charlie Sheen. I, I mean, you know. I didn't think you movie. would get that, to be honest with you. So you I, did or didn't? A, I didn't. I didn't. Just because it's old. I mean, but it, it's one of our it's one of our favorite movies. We love Major League. Yeah. So. Oh, Major um, League. Right. I know there's a one and a two, but I know it's Charlie Sheen, and he's got the crazy hair. He's like number 99. I, I, yeah. Wild thing. There you go. Yeah, wild thing. Yeah, so, again, I, I – I hope I've made enough of a pitch. Um, this really started picking up traction, really, y- you know, yesterday. So it- it's nice to see people are getting involved. Who knows? Maybe I'll get an email after this. Um, and I'll- I might show it again on the live stream. Who knows? Um, I'll be real honest with you guys. My give a shit level of who would host the live stream was at a zero when we started because I wasn't going to be on it. And now it's like at a two or three. So, I mean, it is higher. Um, I, so it's it's pro. I mean, the one po- the positive I'll, uh, the case I can make for Ricky is it it does feel like he's gonna have a sh- like like <laughs> you'll know exactly what time you need to go to race to race and if and there will be no talking over that race. <laughs> so once it's over, it's like we're on to the next race. The the time the, it will roll. Like there will be no one more prepared than Ricky P. No one. I'll be the most prepared person. I don't know how many live streams you've done in terms of like actual days um, or big race days, not like rocket hour, things like that. I guarantee you I'll be the most prepared, which you know what that means. It's just going to be the best live stream we've ever done. So tune in 
on Saturday, wow. Um, wow. Mark, Mark says um, confidence is oozing. It's not a confidence. It's just known, right? It's like <laughs> when, you, when you feel the energy just bubbling inside you, ready to go. That's what I'm feeling. It's oh, man. Confidence. Um, I kind of feel like Mahomes going to the Super Bowl. So we don't know how that really played out, unfortunately. Mark says the Peyton Manning of horse racing, he, he failed too many times. I'm, I, I'm not the quite Brady yet. Um, we're going to see. We are going to see. Um, yeah, so I have to say, if Jared wasn't going to host, I have a feeling, you know, he says he was going to hop in, but, you know, the kids get involved and then the true leaves and the white claws get involved. And we uh, we weren't going to see him. We'll see him now Saturday if I'm hosting. We'll see him. And, and um, more than ever, probably. And, and you know, what? bring the boys on since I'm hosting. Why not? There, there's room for them. Um, they could give their pick. Um, now, listen. Now, listen, Ricky. I, I, I'm going to give – we're going to do one – we're going to wrap this show up because God knows we need to. <laughs> we are going to wrap it up and I'm going to let you, I'm going to pull up my screen here because I don't make fun of me, but I have scripts. I mean, I don't read the scripts, but I have like talking points that I've had done it for. We've been doing, we've done blinkers off for 485 episodes and we've had, I've had something written out for 485 of them. <laughs> um, and as, if you go back to listen to zero zero one, I literally was reading the script the whole time. <laughs> Long story short, I'm gonna pull it up. I want you to close this thing out for us, and we'll see. I don't, I don't we'll need see. a script. I don't need a script. Oh, well, that's, that's well, cool. no, we can go right now. I'm just waiting for you to give me the go ahead. What do you think? All right, uh, Ricky, take it away, buddy. Yeah, so uh, real quick, everyone who's tuned in for the last 15 minutes or so, we really greatly appreciate it. You, I know you got an energy spike just listening to me because I'm 24 years old. And like I said, I was a youngster, according to the email. So we obviously appreciate you guys staying on. It was a late start. Obviously, Jared hasn't established a time for Blinkers Off to start. Obviously, the, the website has been a major issue as to why we started a little late tonight. But as we approach midnight, you know what that means? We're almost one day closer to Saturday. And again, the, the confidence... We're, we're just oozing right here. We, we know the guide is going to be fantastic. You could check that out. I don't, it's still in the pre-sale stage that Aaron, uh, Jared and magic were actually able to put together. I got it sent to me and I, again, I texted Jared. It was fantastic. So make sure you guys get that. Um, the rocket hour will be back tomorrow at 11 AM. I know Aaron's probably really excited to do that because he, he told me before it's his favorite live stream. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Um, <laughs> So we'll be back 11 a.m. talking about all that stuff. Please check out the Magic Mike show as well. They they were on earlier today. Um, Mike giving it tons of horses that are, are questionable, but no, I'm kidding. A lot of prices there. Magic giving his stuff. This is one of the best weekends ever. So if you if you miss it, I really do feel bad for you. And then you're, we're going to have a live stream Saturday to wrap it up. Hunks hosted by a youngster, a 24-year-old youngster. Um, <laughs> it's going to be great. Who knows? I might I might even do some free giveaways on my Twitter page. I was thinking about doing it now that I'm the host. The, we might have to do those. Um, I have some extra racing dudes gear. Um, now, who knows? Maybe it'll be up in the air if you guys. I'm, I'm going to put some trivia questions together as well for our listeners. So this is going to be fun now that I'm officially hosting, it sounds like. Um, I do want to wrap up by saying thank you guys for letting me come on in the last 20 minutes. Because I, I started, you know, just playing Madden online and all of a sudden I'm hosting a live stream Saturday. So I've made a lot of progress. Um, 
Yeah, that's it. So check it. The, the Rockets will be available. Again, they're already available now. If you haven't purchased it, I'm not sure what you're doing, to be honest with you. Um, but they're available now for tomorrow. And then they're going to be available Saturday. Again, the same time tomorrow night. So after we win tomorrow, all day tomorrow, just, just make sure you get them so you can go to sleep feeling positive. I mean, I mean, that that's what we're doing here. So, again, if, if you haven't gotten any of the content yet on the new website, might I add, it's 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 your fault. I, I hate to say it, it's your fault for not getting all this content between the guy, the Somo bombs, Magic's fantastic articles, and my stuff. I genuinely feel bad for you if you call yourself a horse racing fan. So, um, <laughs> do yourself a favor and, and get some of the content because you don't want you don't want to be without it, right? I, I mean, for all Aaron worked really hard on it, and Jared put it together. It looked great graphically. So, with all that said. Tune in tomorrow for the Rocket Hour and get all the products. So that, that's all I have to say. It was like a nice five-minute spiel, but I gave it. I gave everything. So we're we're ready. Boy, that was the that was a good. That was the that was the, the longest outro ever, but it was good. <laughs> no, you covered it all. So final, the final bit is the closing line. What you got? Oh, I don't have a closing line. This isn't my show. Gosh. All right, I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Haltzman. He's Ricky P. Good luck this weekend. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. Ah!